Hello everybody, this is Joseph P. Farrell with News and Views on Thursday, August 31st, 2023. Before we get started with today's story about the latest hypocrisy and nonsense and taurem excretum coming from our political leadership class in Swampington, D.C., I want to remind you that there is no VidChat uh, tomorrow. I do have the new VidChat schedule up through the rest of the year. Please remember that that may be subject to change. I did schedule the uh, promised WebChat for next month uh, on the new book. Uh, I do have to have at some point next month my latest cardio checkup so that schedule may change keep your eye on schedule changes because it's very hard to schedule things that far in advance and not have them change anyway just a reminder no vid chat tomorrow now you may have heard the story that we are fighting for democracy in the ukraine or rather that the ukraine is fighting for democracy in the ukraine after the U.S.-led coup against the legitimately and, by the way, pro-Russian government of President Yanukovych back in 2014. And uh, then they overthrew him, and now we have the current fellow who likes to play the piano with body parts. Okay? So... I, I, I am just breathless, folks, at the hypocrisy and the in-your-face attitude of the leadership class in Swampington, D.C. I have an article that just appeared on Reuters. I'll, I'll put the link up, as I always do, so that you can read this thing for yourself. But I'm going to read the whole thing. Uh, all terms and nicknames in the reading are my favorite terms for some of these people and the outfits that they represent. So you can do your own editing as you listen. This, by the way, is datelined just three days ago, the 28th, and it's datelined Kiev. I insist on calling it by the name I learned it, and of course I'm using the Russian pronunciation here, doing so gladly and willingly. <laughs> Because I've just, I, I just, you know, you have to go all the way back to the Treaty of Brest-Litovsk in March of 1918 to understand what's going on here. Thank you, Shiloh, my little pooch, is barking away at the, the man who comes to do the lawn. So we might have some canine uh, exclamations during today's news and views. Anyway, Datelined Kiev, quote, Ukrainian President Volodymyr Zelensky responding to calls by a United States senator this week to announce elections in 2024 said on Sunday voting could take place during wartime if partners shared the cost. Legislators approved and everyone got to the polls. Elections cannot currently be held in the Ukraine under martial law, which must be extended every 90 days and is next due to expire on November 6th. Shiloh, thank you. Thank you. Shiloh. Shiloh. Go lay down. 
Anyway, elections cannot currently be held in the Ukraine under martial law, which must be extended every 90 days and is due to expire on November 15th after the normal date in October for parliamentary polls, but before presidential elections, which would normally be held in, get this date, folks, March 2024. Top American legislators visited Kiev on August 23rd, among them Senator Lindsey Graham Cracker, who helped praise, heaped praise, pardon me, on Kiev's fight against Russian President Vladimir Putin, but said the country needed to show it was different by holding elections in wartime. In a television interview with Ms. Natalia Moischuk, an anchor for the One Plus One channel, Mr. Zelensky said he had discussed the issue with Mr. Graham Cracker, including the question of funding and the need to change the law. Quote, I gave Lindsay a very simple answer very quickly, he said. He was very pleased with it, as long as our legislators are willing to do it, unquote. Mr. Zelensky said it would cost five billion hryvnia, or eight one hundred eighty-three point four billion, pardon me, million dollars, to hold elections in peacetime. Quote, "I don't know how much is needed in wartime," he said. So I told him that if the U.S. and Europe would provide financial support, unquote, I will not take money from weapons and give it to elections, and this is stipulated by law. Unquote. He added, yeah, that's why our weapons are showing up uh, in the Mexican cartel. <laughs> it just boggles the mind, folks. Mr. Zelensky said he told Mr. Graham that election observers would have to go to the trenches. I told him, you and I should send observers to the front so that we can have legitimate elections for us and the whole world. I have an, I have an idea. Why not send Senator Graham Cracker to observe the election in the trenches? The Ukraine would also need help from setting up additional voting access for millions of people overseas, especially from the European Union. He said that's because lots of people fled the little country to other countries where they could get out of the war zone because the war is not too popular with them. Okay. There is a way out, he said. I am ready for it. Mr. Graham Cracker, a Republican, told reporters during a briefing in a bunker with fellow senators Richard Blumenthal and Elizabeth Warren, both commiecrats, that his message to Mr. Zelensky would be that they would keep would fight to keep weapons flowing so that you can win a war, listen to this, quote, that you can win a war that we can't afford to lose, unquote. Um, in other words, you guys keep dying in the tens of thousands for us over here in the United Soviet Socialist States of America so that we can fight our proxy war using you guys against Russia, which is no longer even communist nor even Stalinist, okay? <laughs> it just boggles the mind. But I'm going to tell him this. You've got to do two things at once. We need an election in the Ukraine next year. I want to see this country have a free and fair election even while it is under assault, added Mr. Graham Cracker. Mr. Zelensky said that those fighting Russia's invaded, 
invasion would have to be included. They are defending this democracy today and not to give them this opportunity because of war, that's unfair. I was against the elections only because of this, unquote. Now, folks, um, let me tell you what's going on here. This is, number one, optics. It's simply bad optics to keep saying that we're... Uh, that we are supporting democracy when that country that we're supporting is not going to hold elections. That's what number one, what this is about. But number two, I suspect there's something much deeper. They want to make sure that any impression that people may have that Zelensky and his regime are precisely that, nothing but puppets and a regime of other players, and that there is absolutely nothing of a Republican or Democratic, and I'm using it in terms of those terms in the, in the form of the system. In other words, it's not a Democratic Republic. That this government has power by virtue of the coup that this country helped sponsor in 2014, almost nine years ago. So I suspect that the other reason they want to hold elections is as, first of all, a distraction from the same thing happening next year. And you'll notice the significant date of March 2024. This is the date that has been fixed for the trial of, uh, the so-called trial of President uh, Trump on his, pardon the pun, trumped up charges from the Department of Injustice. And they want to use the election process to control the result in the Ukraine so that they can install either a new puppet government and replace Zelensky and, and make it official and kick him out. I think this may be part of a ploy or a tactic to get a so-called new government installed that will get to the negotiation table so that they can get out of this disastrous war under the guise of peace talks, which they themselves have caused. But if the goal is to keep Zelensky in power, then again, having elections legitimizes the regime and makes their policy in turn look good. This is all about looking good and feeling good in Swampington, D.C., and none of it is about the Ukraine or its people or its increasingly decimated armed forces, which by now, if they were under any illusion before that they might actually have a chance to win this thing or use this war as an attempt to institute regime change in the government in Moscow, I think that notion has finally and sorely been disabused. So that's what I think is going on with the Ukraine. Lots of other stories out there. In case you didn't know, the IRS has purchased 40 caliber submachine guns. Uh, so, you know, you can go out and, and find that story. And gosh, oh golly gee, I wonder why they're trying to do that. <laughs> You know, so on and on it goes, folks. The slide into tyranny, fascism, and utter nonsense reinforced by force continues apace thanks to the Uniparty in the Swamp, represented by Lindsey Graham Cracker 
and Senator Pocahontas and other people. So there you have it. That's my news and views for the day. I do apologize about the uh, little interruptions from the canine home security unit. But who knows, maybe she was as mad about all of this as I was and really barking at what I was saying and not barking at the, at the lawn mowing man. Anyway, we'll see you on the flip side, folks. Bye-bye. God bless.